Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos daf tzadi. Hey, we're starting 10 lines from the top, two words into the line. Today's shir is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, Nasan ben Remodcha Yosef, his neshama should have an aliyah. The Gemara says, Tan Rabbanan, ha'choylev, someone that milks an animal, ha'machabet, he strains the milk to separate the curd from the whey. Ha'machabet, he makes cheese by taking little pieces of curd and squishing them together. Kigregeres, he's chayv, he does the amount of a gregeres. Ha'machabet, one that sweeps his house, ha'machabet, he lays the dust, meaning he sprinkles water on the floor of the house so that the dust should stay down. And he takes off honeycomb from the beehive. He's a biyantif. He did this b'meizan a yantif like our bayim. He's going to get forty malchus. Divrei Rebbe Elazar. They say echad zev echad zeh. Whether he did it on Shabbos or yantif, any el mishum shvos, he's only over a shvos, which is an iser drabanan. But he's not going to be chayv achatas. Rav Nachman Bar Goya ikol in Arda. Rav Nachman Bar Goya visited in Arda. Baomine they asked him chayv mishum ma'im chayv. Why is a person chayv for milking an animal? Amr Luis said to them mishum chayv for milking. Mechabets mishum ma'im chayv. Why is he chayv for mechabets? Amr Lu. Mishum Mechabets. Megabin Mishum Mechayev. Why is he Chayev for making cheese? Amrulay told him. Mishum Megabin. Amrulay, they told him. Rabach, your Rebbe, Katul Kani Ba'ag Mahava. He was a reed cutter in a swamp, meaning he has no idea how to explain a brassa to you. You can't define something by itself. You have to give me a different explanation for it. So Asa Shalbim Majasha, he went to the base magician and asked everyone. Amrulay, they told him. Chaylev Chayev Mishum Mefarik. Someone that milks and animals Chayev for extracting. Mefarik is a told of dash. This is extracting grain from the outer shell. So too, he's extracting milk from the udders. Mechabetz chayv mishum bayrer. Mechabetz is chayv for selecting. He's separating the curd from the whey. And Megabin making cheese is chayv mishum bayna. He's chayv for building. He's taking little pieces of cheese and squishing them into one big block. That's like building. Now understanding the second part of the brisa. Hamechabet hamarabetz v'haroid achalas dvash shagig b'shabes chayv chatas is chayv chatas hezid beyantif like our boyim diver Rebbe Eliezer. Amr Rebbe Eliezer. Rebbe Eliezer says, My time with Rebbe Eliezer. What's Rebbe Eliezer's reasoning that you're chayv for taking off honeycomb from a beehive on Shabbos? The Chassid says in the pasuk v'yitbal oisa beyantif and he dipped it in a forest of honey, referring to Yonason, Shaul HaMelech's son, dipped his staff into honey. What does a forest have anything to do with honey? to teach you. Just like a forest, if you detach something from it on Shabbos, so to honeycomb, if you take honeycomb off on Shabbos, and now about Merabates, sprinkling water on the floor of a house to keep the dust down. A Memar allowed sprinkling of water on the floor, in the city of Mechaiza. Amar, he said, Why do the Rabbana usually say it's Aser? Perhaps you're going to end up smoothing out some holes by sprinkling water on the floor so some dust might fall into a hole. You're smoothing out the floor and that's Baina. But Hach over here, like a Gumas, there are no holes because everyone in Mechuzah had stone floors and not dirt floors. Rava Tesva found Ravina to come at Star Mehevla. He was very uncomfortable and bothered by all the dust in the air. Vamila, some say it was Markashisha Braid the Rava. Ashkeche, he found the Rav Ashi to come and star Mehevla, that he was very uncomfortable and bothered by the dust in the air. Amrlai told him, You don't hold that which we have in Ebrisa. A person wants to sprinkle water on the floor of his house, on Shabbos. So what do you do? You take a bucket full of water. He washes his face in one corner of the house. His hands in another corner of the house. And his feet in another corner of the house. It turns out that now the house has had its dust tampered down with the water by itself because some water is going to drip on the floor by washing your hands, feet, and face and now you've done it kind of and that's okay. So the response was I wasn't thinking meaning either yes, I knew about that I just totally forgot that I'm allowed to do that or I don't agree with that. And a similar idea Tana, 
We have a brisa, Isha Chachama, the wife of a Chacham or the daughter of a Chacham, Misra Betzet's base of a Shabbos. She's allowed to sprinkle water on the floor of her house on Shabbos by doing this trick. She can wash cups in one corner, plates in another corner, and the cutlery in the third corner, and now it turns out that the entire house is Misra Betz. But Vehaidna, nowadays, the Sviral on Krib Shemin, we like Krib Shemin, that a Davashain Mishavin is mutter, so Shari, it's permitted, Afila Chachila, even to be Misra Betz Lechachila, just take water, sprinkle it on the floor. It's a Davashain Mishavin if you end up smoothing out the floor. That's not what your intent is, so it's completely mutter anyway. The Mishnah continues, Someone that detaches something that is in a perforated flower pot. Chayv, he's going to be chayv. If it's not perforated, potter, then he's going to be potter. Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon says he's potter in both cases. What's the difference between a perforated and unperforated flower pot? One, it has holes in it, so it draws its sustenance from the ground. So even though the roots aren't connected to the ground, since there's nothing blocking the airspace between the roots and the ground, it's considered like it's connected to the floor. It's mechober lakarka. Therefore, when someone breaks something off of this plant that's in the perforated flower pot, he would be chai for Tailish and Shabbos. The Gemara says, Ramilei Abayi Rava, Abayi asked Rava, V'amrilan, some say it was Reb Chia Barav, L'Rav. Tanan, our Mishnah said, Reb Shimon Paiter Bezeh Bezeh, Reb Shimon pottered a person, whether he detached something from a Atzitz Nakov or Atzitz Ene Nakov. Alma we see, Nakov, L'Reb Shimon. If it's Nakov, according to Reb Shimon, Kesha Ene Nakov Masrila. It's just like, it's not Nakov. But Reb Minuel asks you a stira. Reb Shimon, I am Reb Shimon himself says, there's no difference between a perforated and non-perforated flower pot. Only to be machshir different types of plants. Now, before produce can become tame, it must become mochshir lekabel tama. This is done by making it wet with one of the seven mashkim: wine, honey, oil, milk, dew, blood, and water. A cute way to remember this is the word yad shachat dam, which stands for yain dvash shemen chalav tal dam and mayim. Now, obviously, hachshir can only take place after the produce has been detached from the ground. So we see that Rav Shimon holds that a perforated flower pot is considered connected to the ground in regards to Hachshir, whereas the inference from Rav Mishnah is that there's no difference between a Nakov and a Nakov. Amalai, he answered no. L'chol mili Rav Shimon ketolish mashvileh. Rav Shimon compares all flower pots, perforated and non perforated as tallish as detached, both regarding Shabbos, regarding making a Kenyan, it's not considered like it's part of the ground, or regarding Shemitah, it doesn't need a prusbal written for it because it's not considered Karka. But Vashani Lenyan Toma, but Toma is different. The Torah added on the unique din of Tahara regarding Zraim, regarding produce. Shinemart says in the Pasuk, I'll call Zara, Zerua, on any planted seed, Asher Yizara, that was planted. And we learn from that Pasuk that something that was planted could be Makabal Toma, that's why he would make a difference between an Atzitz Nakov and an Atzitz She'ena Nakov, but only regarding Toma and not regarding anything else. Bamine Husavim Rebzera, the following Saba, Elder Ash Rebzera, Sherish Kenegen Nekev, Mali Amreb Shemin. If we have the root of the plant that is in this perforated flower pot and it's opposite the perforation, it's right next to the hole, so there's nothing blocking it between it and the ground, what would Reb Shemin tell me? Mali Amreb Shemin, what would Reb Shemin tell me about this case? Ishtik Vlamidi, Rabzera didn't answer him, he had nothing to say. Zimnachada, another time, Ashikhe de Yasev Vikaamar, this Saba found Rabzera saying, Mighty Rab Shimon Rab Shimon agrees Shimnikev Bhdeta Harasai that if a hole was made in it in order to make it tahar, then a person would be chayev. We know that an earthenware kli that becomes tame must be broken in order to remove its tama. If a hole the size of a kezayis is made in a kli, this performs the same function as breaking it because now it's unusable to some extent. According to Reb Shimon, now that this flower pot has been perforated, the amount to make it tahar, so it's in essence not considered a flower pot, and the plant inside is considered mechaber lakarka, connected to the ground. 
That's the halacha Reb was teaching over. Amr lay, that Saba told Reb Zerah, I asked you in regards to the case, when the root is opposite the hole, and you didn't answer me, you didn't know. So you should for sure not know the answer when it comes to this case that you're talking about, that it has a hole in order to make it tar. What does that mean? In the scenario that the root is directly opposite the ground, you were uncertain what the halacha is. You most definitely should be uncertain about this case, where many of the roots are being blocked by the kli. But nonetheless, you consider the entire contents of this broken broken flower pot, even though parts are being blocked by the kli and there's only one small hole in it. How could you be so sure of yourself? Amr says, If Reb really said over some sort of halacha regarding a flower pot that has a hole enough to make a tahar, this is really what he said. If it has a hole in it underneath the place where now it can't hold revias of liquid anymore, then it's considered like a completely unusable kli, and then it would be considered mukhabalakarka. So it's not just halacha like we had thought before, that anywhere in the kli it has a hole the size of a kazayas, all of a sudden that makes it like it's not not a clay anymore. No, it has to be in a place where it cannot hold a revius of liquid in this clay anymore, then it's considered like a broken clay. And Amorava Rava says, Chamesh midis b'klicheres, there's five different measures regarding breaking a klicheres. Nikiv kemati mashke, if it has a hole the size that liquid can leak out of it, tahar militame gistra is unfit now for becoming tame like a gistra, like a shard, vadain klihu lekadesh by mechatas, but it's still considered a kli in regards to being mekadesh the mechatas. What's going on over here? If one has a kli with a small leak, he'll place a gistra, a shard of pottery underneath to catch what leaks out. Therefore, even a gistra can become tame because it has a use. However, no one will use a gistra that has a hole in it that defeats its whole purpose. Therefore, this kli is not considered a kli in regards to becoming tame as a gistra, but it is considered a kli in regards to the mechatas. Someone whose tame mace must be sprinkled with mechatas, which is a mixture of ashes from the paraduma and spring water. The water must be placed into a kli. This kli with a small hole is still considered fit for mechatas. What about nikiv kikanis mashke? If it has a hole in it big enough that water can seep into it, if you place this kli into a bucket of water, water would now seep in through this hole. It's slightly larger. Tahar milahakadish by mechatas. Now it's already unusable to be mekadesh the mechatos in it, it's not considered a kli for that, but vadain kli hu it's still considered a kli that could be machshir zraim, meaning it's not considered an atzitz nakov, it's considered an atzitz she'enai nakov, and therefore anything planted inside of it would be considered detached from the ground, if water falls on it, it will be machshir lekabotoma. What about nikev kesherish katan, if it has a hole in it the size of a small root, tahar melachshir b'zraim, now it's already not going to be machshir anything planted inside of it, it's considered an atzitz nakov, and it's considered connected to the ground. It's still considered a kli that it can hold olives in it, therefore it still could become tame if something touches it. And Nikiv Kamatizesim, if a person made a hole in it the size of an olive, Tarmilakalbazesim, now it's unfit to be metame like a regular kli because it can't hold olives, so it's considered like a broken vessel. But it's still considered a kli in respect of holding pomegranates. If this person decided, you know what, even though I can't put my olives in this, I still could put my pomegranates in this kli, so now it becomes susceptible to Makabal because it can hold pomegranates. But Nikiv Kamaitzi remind him, now if it has a hole so large that it can't even hold pomegranates, Tar Miklum, it can't become Tame at all whatsoever because it 
can't hold anything in it. The hook of Tzmid Pasil, if it's surrounded by a cover, it's not going to become Tameh until the majority of it becomes broken off. An earthenware Kli only becomes Tameh when Toma enters its airspace. Therefore, if it has a cover on it, Tzmid Pasil, even if it's under the same roof as a mace, it won't become Tameh. The Toma has nowhere to enter. Now, even if it has a hole, it's still considered covered until the majority of the Kli has broken off. That was this last halacha that we just learned from Rava. Amr Ravasi says, Shamati, I heard Kli that the only way that we can be metaher, a klicheres, is if you make a hole in it large enough that a pomegranate could fall out. But if the hole is any smaller, it's still going to be susceptible to be makabal toma, not like Rava, which has said that if it has a hole the size of an olive, it's already going to lose its status of toma. Amalei Rava, Rava said, Maybe you only heard that halacha regarding if it has a cover on it, so then if it has a hole the size of a remine and it's an oil hames, the toma will enter through that hole the size of a remine. But it's not going to become Tame regularly if Tame goes in if there's no cover on it. Now the Gemara says, hold on. Rava himself was the one that said, Mokov Tzmid Pesil, that if it has a cover on it, the majority of the Kli has to be broken off. Not just that it can have a hole the size of a pomegranate, so Rava seems to be contradicting himself. The Gemara says, Loikash, it's not a problem. on the top. One halacha was said regarding very large Kalim, one was said very small Kalim. A very large Kli, then the majority of the Kli has to be broken off in order to be Metamiyat in Oil Hames if it has a cover on top. But Zutri, a small Kli, then you would only need a hole the size of a pomegranate, according to Rava, to be Metamiyat, even if it has a cover on it. Everyone should have a wonderful day.